I'm going to jump right into our conversation today. Let's talk for a minute about other music therapists. I'm putting that word other in quotes because we all are the other at some point. We have been on the giving end of what I'm about to share and probably the receiving end too. So uh, let's keep that perspective in the back of our minds through this conversation. You know that feeling when another music therapist tells you what to do? Maybe it's not that forward. Maybe it's more like they give you advice or suggestions when you didn't really ask for any. Maybe they spoke up and told you about something you really should be doing when likely you've already been thinking about that thing, you already know about it, or you can very well Google it yourself if you needed to. I think we all mean well when we do this, but it's not necessary unless someone really asks. Or the music therapist who is overly curious about what you're up to tell me about your session. What did you do? What new interventions are you using? What instruments are you learning? It's like they need to know the ins and outs of our professional lives as music therapists, but it's not theirs to know. I remember um, a classmate and friend of mine, she always wondered what grade I got on exams. Um, She's a very sweet and loving person. I love her very much, um, but was quite nosy when I knew her in school. Um, So she's asking me after this one class, oh, what'd you get on your exam? And I was just like, you know, I I don't want to give in to her need to compare herself with me, this need to know how we each measured up against each other with you know, our exam grades. So I literally said, I'm not going to tell you. And eventually she let it go. But there are so many music therapists who are too involved in the happenings of our own professional steps. No one really needs to know if I nailed that interview and got that job, but me and maybe a trusted few. No one needs to hear about the beautiful improvisational musical moment or lack thereof that happened in my session. No one needs to know about these things um, and then tell me how I could have done better. I am fully capable of figuring that out for myself. Thank you very much. Or maybe you have a manager that feels the need to read through every single one of your session notes as if what you're writing is profanity and they have to catch it. I feel like this type of micromanagement makes us all feel incompetent, even though as certified music therapists, we all are completely competent and we've already proven so through our education, our internship, and the certification exam. Or maybe you've heard other music therapists talk and moan about other music therapists who just don't know enough yet. Oh, they're still so young. They'll grow out of this or that. 
And meanwhile, your face is getting red with embarrassment because it seems like they're describing you. I've had this happen one too many times. The reality is this type of thing is prevalent in any and every profession. Why? Because we're all human beings. <laughs> we all have our own stuff. Good stuff and not so good stuff. And we all have a responsibility to deal with our own stuff. But what often happens, unfortunately, is we don't deal with our own stuff. Or we have so much stuff, so much more stuff to work through that the stuff comes out. We end up projecting our own insecurities onto other people, just like these examples that I already gave. I can definitely own the fact that I have subconsciously done this to um, a music therapy student or two around piano because as I have mentioned on other episodes, I am very insecure about my own piano skills. Um, and I know that comes from somewhere and I'm digging that out in my own life. But, um, but I know better. I know that now. And I will take responsible, responsibility for my insecurities and um, try not to take that out on any other music therapist or music therapy student. I will not speak over another music therapist, tell them what they should be doing better, um, unless it's a conversation where they're seeking out my advice and my experience on something. It's really not nice to call out a music therapist for small things when you don't know the full picture. Now, this is different, of course, if what a music therapist is doing is unethical or oppressive to others. In that case, yes, we have the responsibility to call someone out or be called out ourselves for those things. I think as music therapists, we all have insecurities around our skill set or identities as music therapists. We're in a field that is misunderstood and misrepresented all the time. So no wonder we would be questioning ourselves along the way. We are part of this field. We identify with being misunderstood and misrepresented. But we can separate the professional from the personal. Uh, we can separate the field and its challenges from our own ideas of how we don't measure up. So as I talk about this, I can't help but think about the importance of supervision, um, having someone we trust who, we can, who, who can walk us through the challenges, who can call out places where we can grow and walk hand in hand with us as we take steps along our professional journey. Um, and not just professional supervision, but therapy. 
Okay, how many of us have suggested therapy or mental health counseling to a friend or a loved one? I have been doing this for years. (laughs) I was a resident assistant in college. Shout out to all the RAs who are now music therapists. (laughs) And um, like anyone on this earth, many of the students that I was responsible for overseeing in the residence halls um, had some major life things happening. This was anything from um, simply homesickness to mental illness to relationship problems to straight-up abuse. All of these students needed support, more support than I could give them, and more support than they could provide themselves. So, of course, as any good RA would, (laughs) I listened to their stories, I supported them, and I recommended professional services. I offered to walk with them down to the counseling center and even sit with them for their first session if if it would help. Um, Or I offered to schedule the session for them or find a therapist that was a good fit for them in their situation, kind of help along that process. I wanted them to get the help they needed and I knew that I couldn't be their only support. And then after college, I got married and my husband was in the pits of depression. Of course, I supported him. We had daily conversations around the trauma he had endured and was currently facing. But I wasn't enough. He needed professional help. Maybe you should see someone. I said very cautiously as the faith group we were part of at the time didn't recognize mental illness for what it was. My husband was doing all the things that the leaders of our faith movement were suggesting, but they just weren't enough. He needed professional support. So for all of these years, so many years, I was suggesting therapy for others even going to therapy with others so that they felt a little more supported. But I never really realized that I needed that professional support myself. I can't remember um, what the catalyst was. Maybe I was finally feeling the physical effects of anxiety for the first time. Although I think anxiety was something... I was living with for far longer than I realized. Um, so I, I finally decided to go to therapy myself. Not because I was in dire crisis, not because I had been abused or traumatized, although later on I would see that all the trauma that I have lived through um, and what it actually was. But I went to therapy because I knew I needed more support. I needed professional support beyond what my husband, my family, my friends, and my faith group could provide me. And honestly, as clinicians working within a helping profession, I believe we all need therapy. I think that anyone who gives therapy needs therapy themselves.
I think that we owe it to our clients and to our fellow music therapists (laughs) to be well emotionally and mentally. We owe it to ourselves to search out the inner workings of our souls and recognize the traumas we have endured, as small as they may be, and all of the areas that need nurturing. I can tell you one thing, one thing that's true for me. Um, the part of me that doesn't feel like a good music therapist needs some nurturing. It needs some exploration to see where that started and where it was solidified and where it keeps coming up today because that's something that I keep running into, this feeling that I'm not good enough. And I can say that therapy has helped me to do just that, um, as well as working with with a supervisor. So I'm not saying any of this to share anyone. I mean, sorry, let me say that again. I am not saying any of this to shame anyone for not engaging in their own therapy. It may take a long time to start therapy for yourself. But I do want to encourage you to just try it out. You can try it and then leave it if you really if it really doesn't feel good. And and maybe you've had a bad experience with your own therapy. I know so many people who have <laughs> had horror stories with um working with a therapist. Um but there are so many other mu- other therapists uh, you can try working with, and it may take time to find a good fit, but I think it's worth it. I didn't really realize that talking about other music therapists was going to bring us here today, but I suppose it really makes sense, doesn't it? In order for us to be the best most authentic versions of ourselves. We need support. In order for us to not intrude into other people's spaces in those um, same ways that other music therapists have intruded into our spaces or just like really bug us, um, we need to work on ourselves. We need to nurture the lonely, insecure, unloved parts of ourselves that we haven't given attention to all these years. We may need to reparent our inner child, or maybe I should say, reteach the wounded student within us. (laughs) I'm sure we've all been shamed in one way or another through our lives and many times as students. Um, And, you know, we ought to tend to that hurting person within us in order to not take it out unknowingly onto others. So as we wrap up this episode, let's take a moment to connect with ourselves. So if you will, if you can, place your hand on your heart. And either in your head or out loud, repeat this after me. 
I deserve to nurture my wounded self. I am worthy of getting the support I need. I will continue to grow into the most authentic version of myself. I am a great person and music therapist. My friends, thank you for joining me for this conversation today. I wish I could give you all a big hug or some sort of kind gesture to share my love with you. You are amazing and I am excited thinking about how um, it will feel for you to get all of the support you need in your personal and professional lives. And also, if you have no idea where to start in finding a therapist, um, but you know you really need one, or you know that you need to break up with your current therapist and find a new one, I would suggest looking through um, Psychology Today. Just Google it. Um, And I know it doesn't represent all of the therapists out there. I know that it has had um, some flack for some different things about that company, but um, it may be a good place to start. Uh, I think both my husband and myself have have found all of the therapists we've worked with through psychology today. And um, maybe you don't have insurance or your insurance is not great and your payments for therapy are more than you can afford. Maybe they're really expensive. So in that case, I would suggest checking out betterhelp.com. They have affordable pricing for therapy. And I believe you can start chatting with someone um, the same day that you even like explore their website and they have ways where you can work with a therapist through text, through, um, online video, things like that. If you can't find someone in your area. And, um, if you are a black woman looking for therapy, I would suggest checking out therapy for black girls or black female therapists. I've heard really good things, um, about both of those. So all of these resources will be linked in the show notes of this episode. Take some time to reflect on what kind of support you need right now in your life. And may you be well. We'll talk again soon.